At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm all about making people happy. On a Friday, let's have some smiles on our faces. It's the nightcap here on VSIN, Tim Murray, Jeff Parles, and uh, let's get those good vibes going. I'm on Memphis plus the five. Jeff took a little bite in game. Golden State plus what five and a half? Five and a half. Let's uh, let's middle this thing. Beautiful. Let's middle this. You thing. know what? And can I'm going to get greedy here? Memphis fans, earmuff it, okay? Get all six of you. <laughs> I want Golden State to win. So Golden State by two. What about what about that? Am I getting too greedy? Golden State by one gets one? It done. Yeah, you just upset Chris Vernon. But uh, other than that, you uh, <laughs> I, I, you. you uh, you, you and I agree on it. And as you say that, uh, uh, the Golden State just threw the ball right to Grayson Allen for no apparent reason. I mean, that, look, John Morant is, is a lot of fun. Awesome. He's a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, cheering for, you know, dudes like John Morant. That's why I like Portland so much. You know, their two best players, Dame Lillard's from Weber State and C.J. McCollum's from Lehigh. So a guy who played for Murray State uh, and, you know, had that run, winning the first-round game, um, and, you know, rookie of the year last year, it, it would be fun. Not as fun as Steph Curry. So I'm getting a little greedy, but I, I, I'll just, I will take first and foremost the winning of the bet. Secondly, both of us winning our bets. Thirdly, if we could get Golden State to win this game outright, down down seven right now, eh, 
It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. By the way, in a statement I never thought I would say, Golden State badly misses Kelly Oubre tonight. Yeah. Because Kent Bazemore has basically been unplayable in this third quarter. And that's a, I mean, that's a crazy thing is, you know, when they were up on the Lakers, they were getting not great, but some contributions from the likes of Poole, from Wiggins, from Bazemore. Uh, Toscano was hitting a couple. Th- Toscano's done nothing today. It's 18 minutes, just four points. Those guys were making some plays. Now at the end of the game, Poole misses that three. That would have tied the game. Um, but they're getting something. Yeah, it, it has been. Uh, it's been the Steph Curry show, and it has had to been. And he's just not been as efficient as he was against the Lakers. You know, he went six for nine from three. Finished with 37 points. 37 hard-earned points. He's only got 24 right now, and the over-under was 38 and a half. Yeah, and now, we, now, now everyone's complaining at the refs right now, which is a, which is a time-honored tradition. But look, I, I will say this. For as poorly as Golden State has played offensively here, I think you'd probably take them down seven going to the fourth quarter. If it gets there, there's a minute to go with Memphis with the ball in this quarter uh, at 78-71. But again, Golden State turning the ball over a ton, giving a lot of Memphis points off those turnovers. And Golden State is just not making shots tonight. Yeah, right now the Warriors, 14 turnovers, uh, 17 assists, but 14 turnovers for the Warriors. And and similar to, I think, what most of us felt There's another one. in the first half on Wednesday night when the Lakers were down double digits, they went into the locker room. Now, Steph obviously hit that incredible three to go into the, the locker rooms, Jeff. But at 13, you still felt like, man, Warriors could be up more. Right. Well, yeah, and also too, and, and LeBron and and LeBron and AD, AD and, and Schroeder were what four for twenty three combined. Well, Schroeder never got going in. Schroeder was, he was awful. A horrendous. He was a liability, game. and yeah. you know well, we talked about it last night. Wesley Matthews was a critical piece to them winning two nights ago, and they had to bench Schroeder for Caruso. Right. So coming into uh, going into the series, and we'll, we'll talk series prices later on uh, in this hour. Yeah, I mean that's something to keep an eye on. It's a five-point game going into the fourth quarter. Right now, you're in the yeah, you're in the I, window. I, I mean, I'm in the middle right now. I'm in the middle. Look, look. 78, 73. Um, you know, we'll have an updated line here momentarily. Chris Andrews is going to join us in less than a minute to talk some uh, some college football games of the year. We can also ask him about where they stand, you know, series prices and whatnot, because it's interesting. I actually earlier today uh, played at the South Point. Hawks minus 120 to win the series against the Knicks. That's one of the better prices I've seen on Atlanta. Yeah, because here at Circa, minus $1.35. Mm-hmm. I think Westgate was minus $1.35. BetMGM stations here in town were both minus 120. So uh, that I played that on my way in today. But a 15-point lead for the Memphis Grizzlies over the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden State outscoring Memphis by eight there in that third quarter. Chris Andrews, one of our favorites, South Point Sportsbook, he will join us right now. It is the nightcap hour number two, live from the Circus Sportsbook here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. That is Jeff Parles. By the way, I I, I need to remind people again, you know, the iHeartRadio app, our app, so many ways to tune in, vcin.com, uh, Comcast. So, so many ways to check us out uh, on a nightly basis because people need their Jeff Parles in their life. You know? oh, I need, well, they need you nah. more, more than me. Come on now. I, Get I, I'm, I'm just here every once in a while. You're here every <laughs> night. Uh, Grizzlies, by the way, minus one. 
That's that feels right. That feels right. And guess what, Tim? I would only bet the Warriors right now oh, if yeah. I did not have a bet on it. I, this this feels like one of those where Memphis had a chance to just put the hammer down completely, and they missed that chance. Outscored by eight in the third quarter, just 16 points from the Memphis Grizzlies. To talk more about this game and this beauty. Look at this thing. Sounds beautiful. With the highlights from you, no less. Yeah, I, well, I highlighted them just to uh, so I could send Aaron the games I wanted to talk about. Let's bring in Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director from the South Point. You, last week was on the uh, on the show, and I, I said, hey, when are we going to get those games? He said, can you wait a week? I said, I guess. And uh, I did wait the week, Chris. Uh, you delivered so many games. But real quickly, yeah. I, I just want, before we jump in, because you know I'm chomping at the bit to jump in, uh, for tonight, Warriors and Grizzlies, I imagine you uh, you and everybody in town is uh, is cheering for Memphis to hold on and win this one? Yeah, we are. It's not a huge decision for us. We wound up getting a lot of two-way play. Uh, but we're definitely high on the Warriors. Uh, not, not so much the point spread, but definitely on the money line. But it's one of those things where we do way better on Warriors futures than we do on Memphis futures. Now, you know, there's still three series left to play if they win this just to get to the uh, year for the conference championship. So that might be uh, looking a little too far ahead. But if, you know, if Memphis holds on and wins, we, we do pretty good. All right. Now let's get to it. Games of the year posted today. Uh, credit to you and, and and the crew at South Point, first in town to get it, uh, get it out. And um, I, I know one game in particular was hit very quickly. Uh, and and when I got there, about five or ten minutes after you posted it, it was already up to sixteen. Was Alabama Miami the most hit mm-hmm. game uh, of the uh, games of the year? Oh, we had a couple that got hit. Actually, no. Even on that first weekend, uh, we got hit more on the U- on LSU over UCLA. Oh, uh, that we opened two. We're up to three and a half. Uh, you know, Bama. We we got hit a couple times. Uh, I know Paul Stone played it. He actually missed a good number. We opened thirteen. Uh, they laid that to us. We went to fourteen. They laid that to us. Uh, we went to 15, they laid that, so we're 16. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, Paul, I heard him afterward, and listen, Paul has been a friend of mine, and also, even though we're competitors, we're friendly competitors, um, I highly respect his opinion. He thought I had a couple teams overrated, Miami being one of them. Uh, I, I don't think I underrated Alabama, but I always said, you know you might not get rich betting on Nick Saban, but you ain't going to get rich betting against him either. So <laughs> I know Paul bet, a, Paul bet a couple of Bama games that I had up there. And, uh, yeah, we moved the numbers. We knew, moved pretty strong when guys like that bet us. And we'll see. Yeah, we still got a couple months to see if we can get evened up on some of these or at least arrive at the right number anyway. Chris, uh, just, just process-wise here, just how long of an undertaking was this uh, to get all these games out today. And then for some of those smaller conference games, how did you land on some of those? Well, you know, when I started looking at this, Jeff, you know, I started really like in the end of January, just starting to gather some notes, um, you know, from whatever sources I could get. And what, the more I looked at it, I wanted to put up at least one game from every conference. You know, I thought that was, you know, I thought that was, Sporting, let's put it that way. Uh, you know, listen, you can just fill your whole menu with SEC games if you really want to. 
but I wanted to have a good representation of everybody. But, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of a massive undertaking, and it really came together, you know, I'd say like in the last two weeks, I really started buckling down. Um, you know, the, the problem, the biggest problem was the transfer portal. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I mean, I got to tell you, it's virtually impossible for someone like me to follow every single team with who's who's in, who's out, you know. So at some point, you just kind of take your best guess and, I think we did pretty good. We didn't have any any games run more than, you know, three, four points, anything like that. So I, I think we did a pretty good job with it. We're talking to Chris Andrews, sportsbook director at the South Point at Andrews Sports on Twitter, and uh, it, it was it was hilarious. I, I put these numbers out. Uh, all the Notre Dame games, you had nine Notre Dame games up there. <laughs> And uh, yeah. Chris, the the response. Uh, a couple beat reporters for for Notre Dame retweeted the numbers, and the fans they were fired up. They were they were disrespected. How dare you? You know, uh, I saw a couple tweets that were saying, "I put my life savings on you know uh, Notre Dame plus four against Wisconsin," or you know, were they fighting over each other to lay the six against Florida State? Um, I'm curious your process because I I, I know where you, how you're thinking. You know, this is a team that lost a lot of production. If you watch the NFL draft, yeah. they had a lot of guys selected uh, in the NFL draft. I thought last year was really kind of their year. No, I mean they weren't they weren't the best team in the country, but you know they did have a lot of talent, and now they don't have any more. You know, including a quarterback. And uh, one of the questions that was asked me this morning, how to, what was the differential between last year and this year? It was like eight points difference from where I ended last year to where I started them this year. Um, actually, Notre Dame really garners a lot of passion, both pro and con. <laughs> and uh, I even had people in my office telling me I was nuts. But, uh, you know, we didn't get run on on too many of those games. So I guess I don't think I was that far off anyway. But, uh, you know, we're going to be open for a couple months. We'll see what happens with the uh, See if any of these guys show up with cash. Yeah, that's always the funny thing is people freaking out on Twitter about uh, about lines. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like, well, they're open for business. You know, they, they will happily take your money one way or the well, other. Uh, I am curious because there's a couple games, um, you know, your power ratings. Uh, I'm curious, Chris, because you have Notre Dame as a two-point favorite at home against Cincinnati, uh, I, you know, a, a one-point favorite against USC at home, and a pick against North Carolina. So do you have Cincinnati, USC, and North Carolina uh, all power-rated slightly higher than Notre Dame right now? Yeah, yeah, definitely at this point in time. Um, you know, but I'm going to make some adjustments. Like I said, the guys that come in and bet me today, First of all, I know they did their homework. Mm -hmm. And, I, I mean, I don't just ignore and say, oh, well, you know, fire away. But, no, no, I, I respect them. And I'm going to have to go back and take a look and probably readjust some of my power ratings. Like I said, we mentioned Paul Stone. That's what, definitely a friend of Eason was on the air today. He comes in every year. And he had a couple. And I talked to Paul afterwards and after he made his plays. He thinks I had a couple of teams overrated and a couple of teams underrated. So I'll certainly go and take a look at them. Uh, I had Miami and North Carolina highly rated. Paul thought I overrated both those teams. Um, I probably missed the boat a little bit on Auburn. I think I had them maybe a little uh, rated a little higher than I should have. Um, and I probably had Cincinnati even a little lower than I should have, even though I thought I had them rated properly. But I think I was uh, I think I was a little shy on them. 
that's uh, turned into a, a really good program ever since uh, Fickle's been there as the coach. Chris, uh, obviously this this week one slate this year is just absolutely loaded, and you see it with the amount of games that you put up uh, for the week one slate this year in college football. Which one of those games do you expect to be hit the most and be the biggest shake mover and shaker from what you opened at to what it is uh, that weekend of, of Labor Day? Well, probably this LSU game, I think, um, because right now we are pretty high on Bama. I don't think it's going to get much higher. You know, that, you listen, I still think Miami is really, really good. Um, and I think they can hang within two touchdowns of Alabama. But the LSU game, that's another one where, you know, I'm not sure if it was just Paul, because there's other guys betting us too. But one of the guys pulled me aside and said, I'll tell you, LSU is going to be very, very good. And I have my questions about LSU. Uh, you know, they, they peaked a couple years ago, and I think they have talent, but I have some questions about their coaching staff. Um, UCLA, I know they haven't, like, recruited nearly as well as Chip Kelly would like to, but I still think that team's going to be a little improved this year. And I think they're going to put up a – and that's one of those games, too, where I think the game is going to be a lot bigger to UCLA than it is LSU. But I think that game still probably has a little bit of movement left in it. And uh, even though I'm at three and a half, I think that game might go higher. And like I said, open it to it's three and a half. I have a feeling that might get a little bit higher before uh, kickoff. The tweets are amazing. They just keep coming in, Chris. I don't know if this was a listener. Uh, I'll read you verbatim. Unless Wisconsin and Notre Dame has played in a rainstorm, this is the easiest money line play of the season. In what world is Wisconsin four points better than Notre Dame on a neutral field? So apparently Ed is going to load up the Winnebago with uh, with the savings account and this head is, to the South Point. You, you were just bringing this up, Tim. It's always my favorite when someone makes a tweet like that and it's like, well, if you're going to tweet that Go out, for it, man. their number's sitting there for yeah. you. Go bet it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're at the South Point. We're open 24 hours a day. <laughs> so from now until September, you're going to have a lot of opportunity to bet it. You know, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. That is, the outrage on, on bad lines is the it's best. The best. It really is. Um, another team that's had a lot of buzz, uh, you know, th- maybe the opposite of Notre Dame because they bring back everyone, including a quarterback that – uh, very well could be a first-round pick in, uh, in Brock Purdy, uh, a coach that reportedly turned down an eight-year deal from the Detroit Lions and Matt Campbell to stay there in Ames, uh, a team, by the way, that will be here in Las Vegas in September, taking on UNLV. Um, how high are you on Iowa State? Because, you know, looking at your some of your numbers, um, you know, they've got a game against Texas later on in the year uh, where you've got them, I believe, as a as a favorite. I thought I highlighted. There it is. Ten-point favorite against Texas. Yeah. Uh, Six-point yeah. dog against Oklahoma yeah. and Norman. So uh, where are you on Iowa State? Because you're not the only one. A lot of people high on the Cyclones this year. Well, it's funny you mention that game because I am very high on Iowa State. I think they're the second-best team in the Big 12. I think Oklahoma is still probably the best. But, you know, what did I have at a six-point dog at Norman? I mean, yeah. that, that tells you right there that's going to be a pretty tight game. And, you know, six-point dogs win every week, you know. So, I mean, that wouldn't be that big of an upset. But, yeah, I'm very high on Iowa State. But it's funny you mention that because I did a radio show in Iowa uh, with mostly Hawkeye fans. Uh-oh. And I told them I was going to make Iowa State seven. And you should have seen the tweets I got from the Iowa fans. <laughs> but, um <laughs> 
You know, I got one bet on Iowa. I mean, not that big a bet either, but I did go to six and a half with it. So it's not, you know, um, <laughs> they, let's just say they didn't beat down the doors to bet on the Hawkeyes against Iowa State. So I think I thought seven was a good number, and I think Iowa State's going to be really, really good. Naturally, they start talking, well, since 2002, Iowa State, you know, I mean, we can't bet on those games. We're betting on these games right here. So, you know, I think Iowa State, at home is probably seven points better than Iowa. That's what I think. Chris, uh, of course, uh, an awesome job as always getting the lines up uh, for, for these games of the year. Uh, I'm sure uh, I'm not the only one uh, just uh, having this in my, my mind. But, of course, uh, you guys are usually pretty good with getting the season win totals up as well. Uh, what, what, what is the timeline on uh, getting those up for uh, the college football season? Well, Jeff, i got to tell you, I, you know, right now my plan was to do it you know, a week from today. Uh, the more I start looking at it, I don't know if I'm going to be ready with every single team. Uh, I'm going to do my best this week. I don't know if I'm going to finish or not, but I'll keep everybody posted because I know people really do want to see them. You know, I'll get to work on them, but, you know, probably starting tomorrow and uh, see what I can knock out. I- I'm hoping by- to have them out by next weekend, but uh, in all honesty, I can't promise. I wish I could, but I just can't. But by the way, this year, I'm only using conference games uh, because I'm still worried about COVID, how it may upset the schedule. And I'm pretty sure uh, every team will try to do their best to play every conference game. And that's why you saw so many BYU and Notre Dame games, uh, because they're not in the conference, obviously. But having them uh, with so many games of the year, uh, I could give you a little taste for their fans or the people that don't like them, because, you know, BYU inspires a lot of. uh, I don't want to say hatred, but just say people that maybe resent them a little bit too. So I had uh, I had both those with uh, almost every feasible game that I could to put up. But that's my intention. I'm trying to get them up by next week. Honest God, there, Jeff. I don't think I can promise that. I'm gonna do my best though. Chris, before we let you run, and we always appreciate the inside. I know you uh, were already on uh, my guys, so we appreciate you double dipping here uh, on this day. But uh, about 60 seconds. I'm curious. You mentioned BYU. Um, you know, they're a seven-point dog per year. Uh, per your odds, they're open that against Utah. Um, how much did they downgrade when you mm-hmm. lose? When you lose the second overall pick in your BYU, uh, you don't just replace Zach Wilson. Oh God! Off the top of my head, I, I think I downloaded them. God, I hate to say. Like a little more than two touchdowns yeah. because, you know, like we we know what Bama has almost every year. They're going to find somebody good. We know what Ohio State has, somebody good. Oklahoma is going to come up with somebody good. BYU, I mean, this guy was a once-in-a-generation player for them. Now, back when I was a kid, you guys probably weren't born yet, they had BYU quarterbacks every year, you know, from Mark Wilson, Steve Young, Jim McMahon, uh, you know. Ty Detmer won Heisman. You know. Ty Detmer won a Heisman. I mean, uh, what was the kid? Uh, oh, God, I can't think of the guy that beat <laughs> Michigan and won them their national championship. I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, a lot of great quarterbacks. Yeah. But it hasn't been that way for BYU for quite some time. And I don't see this kid that's coming in replacing Wilson with anywhere near that type of capability. Certainly not the start. Chris, you're the best. Appreciate it. And uh, enjoy the Twitter trolls. I'm sure they'll be out in full force. <laughs> Oh, I get a kick out of it. I think it's kind of fun. You can follow Chris on Twitter, at Andrew Sports. The Game of the Year lines are out. Update you on a little NBA next, right here on the Nightcap. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Good? yeah. Live reaction there. Yeah. Jeff is Jeff sweating out the inplay yeah. here. It's not not what you want. To. You got unplugged. Well, so there you, did, you go. That you would make sense. There we go. <laughs> that's yeah. li- that's that's live radio plug for you. Right Let's there. plug me back in and there you go. You didn't curse. So that's good. That's a win. Uh, I wasn't. I, I don't curse when I'm. When no. I'm in yeah. Never. Can't do it. No. You can't do it. Never, never, you never know when a hot mic is going to happen, Tim. <laughs> that is true. That is, uh, you gotta have, you gotta have a lot. Of tr- I trust the people behind the glass, right? I trust all you guys. Of course, so do uh, I. <laughs> we got a, a Bellator fight. Uh, Cyborg went off minus twenty two hundred against Leslie Smith. Uh, that's about to uh, 
get going here. So uh, we'll see if that fight ends before the end of this segment. What do you think? Uh, I wonder what the odds would be on that, actually, Tim. I, I, would, I would actually say... I would say, say it's the favorite. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say by the time our next break is up, that this fight is over. All right. Well, as long as, uh, as, long as this one hits. But while we, uh, while we wait on that, uh, let's get you updated on uh, Golden State and Memphis. Memphis up 93-85. to 85. So your in-game I'm in play, big trouble. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. But there was a moment where the crowd here at Circa was starting to go crazy, Jeff, because you had a a a wild and one from Steph Curry, um, and it looked like oh oh here comes Golden State. But Memphis, to their credit, they 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 bounce back. Uh, big three from uh, from from John Morant and. It is an eight-point game right now for the Memphis Grizzlies, who are looking like they will be heading to take on the Utah Jazz on Sunday. So, uh, again, the turnovers, Tim, is is the story here. And, and 19 turnovers for Golden State. That's your difference right there. And Memphis has converted those into, let's see how many points they've converted that into. Converted that into 20 points now, 19 points, I should say. So there you go. There's the big difference in the game. Uh, for uh, for, for Me- the advantage for Memphis here. And, again, the biggest beneficiary of this is the Utah Jazz, if Memphis can hold on. Yeah, and it's it's funny to think, and uh, I was listening to, I think it was Tim Bontemps on a, on a podcast and uh, from ESPN, and he said, you know, if the Lakers, they got to really, not only do they get to play the Suns, where I think it's a... a uh, a, a matchup advantage for the Lakers, but they get three days off and they don't play until 1230 Pacific on Sunday. If they had played tonight, their backs against the wall against Memphis and then a banged up team had to play 40 hours later against Utah, Ugh. it would have been, that would have been a, a tricky situation. So for them to figure out a way, I know it's a kind of a captain obvious moment. Hey, it's beneficial that they won on, on Wednesday night. But it really was. I mean, it was massive for them to uh, to get that win. And uh, the Grizzlies looking like they will be the only uh, upset to make it in. The 7 and the 8 seed advance in the Eastern Conference. And uh, the 7 so far. So now the 9 seed in Memphis has a chance to advance. And the Western Conference games were reason. Well, obviously... The 7-8 game, the Lakers-Warriors game, was an instant classic. Instant classic yeah. The other two games were at least competitive. Yeah. And then, as we mentioned last night, the Eastern Conference games were absolutely horrific. They were. And and I think, I, I'm curious how this goes moving forward. Um, but, yeah, just looking back, it was Steph Curry hit a three to make it a one-point game. Uh, the previous possession was an and-one. Valanchunas got a bucket. Then Steph Curry hits a three. It's a one-point game in Golden State, or in San Francisco, and then John ja Morant, that three on the next possession down, it feel like just kind of sucked the soul out of Golden State because mm-hmm. it was, he responded with that bucket. So 93-85, under four minutes to go. We're pulling for Jeff's uh, Golden State plus five and a half. You're good, in-game. though. I'm feeling good. You're good. I'm feeling good. Embraced the stink this morning. Took the, <laughs> took the Grizzlies plus the five. Uh, obviously, you know that... Uh, Mr. Applebaum was absolutely on the Memphis Grizzlies. I saw him earlier today. He said, I'm about to go play Memphis. I'm like, of course you are. And I will be with, right there Mr. with you. Mr. Contrarian uh, himself. Real quickly. Yeah. Nashville. Yes. Gets the dub. They yes. are not going to get swept by the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes. Uh, very, very nice uh, win for Nashville. Uh, 
uh, Soros, or Soros, I should say, uh, stopping 52 shots. Uh, again, it's very rare you can give up four goals and still have a really good night in net, but uh, that's what uh, Soros did for Nashville in overtime. The winner, Matt Duchesne, uh, getting it done for Nashville. So a good win for the Preds. They will not get swept. Uh, not going to be the case for the St. Louis Blues. Plus 122 on the money line for Nashville. Cash is here tonight in overtime. But, yes, you mentioned St. Louis down 3-1 after two periods. Yeah, not, not good for them. And uh, no one has scored in Edmonton still, which is a minor miracle with those two teams. Scoreless in the third period, a total of 5.5 juiced to the over. It doesn't look great for those over bets. Get you updated. Keep you updated. Memphis and Golden State. And take a look at what is next for the winner of this series. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
tonight, we've got ourselves a special after-the-cut edition of the Long Shots Podcast. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds review the odds heading into the weekend of the PGA Championship and tell you who they like and who you should fade after the cut. Jeff is giving you hand gestures right now. It's pretty hilarious. Check it out, vcin.com or wherever you get your podcasts. What do we got going on, Jeff? Get us updated in the uh, Warriors Grizzlies. Where you at? Well, the negativity that led into the last segment may have been for not, actually. Golden State down five with the ball. And can they actually make an open three? Jordan Poole, he got fouled, though. Wow. Oh, that is a bad foul by Memphis there. So the Michigan product going to the line for three with 143 to go in the game. Okay. And uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this is getting sweaty for Memphis again. Yeah, no overtime. No, no you are correct uh-uh. there, Tim. No, 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 no. I, go ahead and win, Golden State, because you're not winning by more than five right now. So you can win this game by two. And once again, I, I'm good with that. I'd much rather see Golden State in the first round against the Utah Jazz. By the way, I don't know if this is just the cynic in me or, uh, well, actually Memphis isn't challenging. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if uh, Taylor Jenkins challenged to get one of those those leg kickout calls on uh, on mm. replay. Because that was pretty close. Because Desmond Bain uh, was uh, was closing out pretty quickly there, and that's why he got committed for the foul. They don't challenge it. Bulls made two. It's down to three. One forty-three to go. And uh, let's uh, let's go. Let's get both of us home here. Let's just get this game. Someone wins the game by by four. Doesn't matter who to here, Tim. Someone by four. Well, it, and what's interesting, uh, you mentioned the Western Conference games have been more competitive. Uh, the under, uh, unless we go to overtime is going to come home in all three Western Conference play-in games. It came home in San Antonio and Memphis as John Morant. Oh, that oh. didn't go. Wow. Uh, oh. Curry three no on this possession? Overtime. Yeah, that's fine. Curry three? Go for it. Hit a three, Steph Curry. 97-95, minute and 15 seconds to go. Uh, it is a... Oh, oh. Oh, he may, oh, he was fouled. He got fouled by Valanciunas. So the uh, hook's starting to get there, there we again. go. There we go. We were we were standing out. Aaron Oster and I were standing outside the sports book prior to the show tonight. And uh, early on, Memphis was was putting it on uh, Golden State, and the crowd was just hushed over. And then once they started to make a run, they made a little bit of a run into the first quarter. It got wild, and now a two point game, and we've got ourselves uh, some intrigue here. If I if I lose this bet. Man, this would be this would be brutal. Plus five on the Grizzlies, and it has been the right side the entire way. By the way, uh, we're on. A, let's take a look at those prop bets. Steph Curry over under thirty eight and a half, and he now has thirty six. One more free throw to come, which is as good as cash. Uh, he does not miss free throws. Ninety. We're going to be tied at ninety seven, heading into a final possession. Um, Valanciunas just get fouled out too. I think Valanciunas just got fouled out there, Tim. Well, we're tied right now. Let me pull up the uh, the box score. Yeah, Val- that is yep, six. Valanciunas is out. So, I, I, what a collapse by Memphis here. This game was done. Golden State couldn't score. And now a 9-0 run in the last two minutes. And also, I'm not alone on on uh, asking why Jenkins didn't challenge that, uh, that foul on the three-point attempt by Poole. But here you go. Memphis needs a bucket. Oh, that's a foul. And I'm not surprised. Now... I- you mentioned being a cynic. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Are we surprised? I mean, who, who does the league want? Who, 
Well, uh, I mean, look. I'm, Luca, Luca, I'm not look, saying look, I'm look, just. Tim, our, our, I'm, guy, our guy Scott Foster is there. I'm, I'm not saying anything I'm not anything saying, else. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, got some free throws here for Memphis. Yeah, this thing has gotten, I was, I was all ready to talk about Memphis playing Utah in the first round as Kyle Anderson hits the first Slow-mo free throw. Slow-mo, getting it done. But yeah, a 9-0 run uh, for, for the uh, Warriors. And what we just saw. It's ironic how this is unfolding because the Warriors did this on Wednesday night. They collapsed. They fell apart. They handed the game to the Lakers with a double-digit lead in the third quarter and allowed this that Lakers team to win the game. Now, this is the difference between a team that has never been anywhere and a team that has Steph Curry, a three-time champ, a two-time MVP, and Draymond Green, um, you know, they, they've been there, Steve Kerr. So we will, uh, we will see the, the thing is, man, just Draymond. Oh, give it. Oh, what a play. What a ridiculous play that was with all sorts of mumbo jumbo passing there. And, uh, it was, that was Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins ties the game at 99. Tim, for your sake, I hope Memphis hits a two pointer here. I don't know. I hope they hit a hit a yeah, two pointer. Golden two State. Pointer. I don't win. Or Golden State can win on the next possession. That's, That's fine, fine too. With me, man. There's no overtime, and this is resulting in a horrible shot. This on this possession. Yeah. What is Memphis doing? Uh, oh, clean, clean enough. Look, nope. Shot clock. What do we get? Oh, shot clock. What? what okay. I, look. Look at people. You, people you, in the sports books are it. going. They're but, going crazy but, but, right but, now. But Tim. Tim. You have two timeouts left here if you're Memphis, and you just got a shot that hit the side of the backboard in a tie game. What are we doing here if you're Memphis? It's a young team still. Call the timeout, set up the play, but look, here you go. Golden State's not taking the timeout, Tim. And Oh, oh no, this overtime. is you're, you're going to overtime. Oh, maybe not. Draymond! Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> We got overtime in the Bay, folks. 99-99. And, yeah, I, look, Tim, I, 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 I feel you here because I think we all know what's happening now. They're losing by seven. I think we all know what's happening now. I'm curious to see what the in-game line is, by the way, here behind us now. But what a collapse by Memphis, an 11-2 run by Golden State down the stretch in the last two and a half minutes in a game that uh, the last segment I, I, I declared over. Yeah, I did that. I, I did that on, over. I did that on Wednesday. Yeah, we can't. We we got. We got. We, we remembered. It's the NBA. It's the NBA playoffs. We got. We got to. So they. We got to remember to not they do threw that. a double team. They just let Draymond go right down the middle of the lane. And not even close. And he missed everything on a floater. Missed every the the Grizzlies. Oh, uh, he got a the defender. Got a got a got a piece of that, Tim. I don't. Uh, I don't know who un- that was that came over, but Tim, you uh. Uh, you might be, you might ha- you might be having a poor one out after this one, and this would be it. This would be an abhorrent beat if you uh, if you don't get home here. And they have been they have They've legitimately been covering the whole game, the entire game. Yeah, legitimately the, the whole entire game. game. They have been covering. They have been the right side. They are the right. They side. are the right side. Collapse by the Grizzlies, a team that's never been there before. Shocking. What was it? Eleven two run. Eleven two. Eleven two run. Where Golden State legitimately couldn't make a shot before that, and it wasn't like Steph was killing them either. Crazy. Crazy. Overtime. For dogs go to die. We will see. Grizzlies plus five. Ah, didn't feel good making that bet. Felt great for 47 minutes. Overtime we have. 99 all. 
Grizzlies and Warriors. Oh, by the way, if you had the under, yeah, that, that's probably that's probably in trouble. Nightcap here on Visa. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Grayson Allen. Who knew I'd be cheering Ooh. for Grayson Allen, but thank you, Grayson Allen. Just hit a corner three. Got three and a half minutes to go in overtime. You know, I was all ready to talk some series prices here. <laughs> you know, this game was going to be over. Uh, turnover from the Warriors. 104-103. Grizzlies, lead. you know, four corners. Oh, Allen again. Oh, Woo! wow. Wow, look at that. Grayson Allen channeling the 2015 National Championship. There you right go. Now. Good pull. There you go. Wow. Memphis up four. See, uh, now I'm back in the sweating chair all of a sudden here, Tim. This is, by the way, what, what, what did the total close? Oh, no. Come on. Oh, are you, Wow. This is not my night, man. Uh, Draymond just hit a three. That's why I said, oh, no. And then that's a classic, oh, no, oh, no, oh, yes moment there. 107, 106. Uh, the total's 220 and a half. Oh, uh, Tim, what was Draymond's triple-double tonight? Because uh, Draymond now was going to have not really. He needs be, enough points. He, well, he just got there. He, that was 11. He needs one more assist to get there, to get to that triple-double, which yeah. obviously would not have gotten 16 there, rebounds, like, nine assists. For Draymond, 11 points now with that three. Uh, we're under two minutes to go. The under still in play. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the Grizzlies, like the Lakers did, are just throwing the kitchen sink at Steph Curry. And <laughs> that was the right call. Oh, Scott Foster, though. Come on. Come on. We Look, there, there's a few guys. Ball went out of bounds, by the way, uh, on uh, deflected out of bounds. You know, I will tell you this. You know, for a moment, I was off Golden State. Yeah, that's off Golden State. <laughs> They're going to review it. Yeah. They're going to review it. It'll be the right. You know, it's funny. You you hit you really hit the nail on the head when we talked about the Eastern Conference. Yeah. We open up with uh, just the Hornets being embarrassed by the Pacers, not even showing up, losing 144 to Game 117. Was over the Wizards, the Wizards, by the way, led at half against the Celtics, but then uh, had no answer for Jason Tatum. It, it's, 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 Pretty funny when you think about how the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Now, Jason Tatum's not Steph Curry, but still, when a dude is dropping buckets like he was on Tuesday night, maybe you throw a double team at him. They just said, "No, nah, we got it straight up. We're good." He threw he threw fifty in there, one eighteen, one hundred. So that still got pretty good ratings. I think it was the highest rated NBA game of the season. But you think about Wednesday night, how that game concluded, highest rated NBA game since. The 2019 Western Conference Finals, sorry, highest rated ESPN NBA game since the 2019 Western Conference Finals. And then this game, which really wasn't all that interesting in the third quarter, had a run from Steph Curry. There was an answer. And then an 11-2 run to end to end the game, uh, end regulation, I should say. And now we sit with the Memphis Grizzlies leading 107-106. So uh, we, will, uh, we will see. I've got Memphis plus... Five, got it pre-flop, and I said, I'm going down with the ship. You know what? I'm not getting off it. It was two and a half. Going down with the ship. Warriors were minus two and a half to start overtime here, Jeff. 
It is a one-point Grizzlies lead. They should have the ball. They do not. <laughs> so Grizz, uh, the Warriors have the ball with 2.07 to go. You are sitting with a uh, Warriors plus five and a half. plus five and a half in your pocket. You declared that a loser like I declared my <laughs> Lakers ticket a loser, uh, which I had, I had Lakers on the money line uh, against uh, – I had a money line parlay with the uh, Grizz – and uh, that's good. Oh, I thought we were about to get Kawhi there again. Offensive rebound, though. Pool, yes. Jordan Poole is giving Golden State the lead back. 109 107. The, uh, the crowd, look, I will say this with him, and this is just showing that we're in much better straits than we were through these past few months. Yeah. The, the lively book is such a welcome sight. To me, Tim. That is one positive I will 100% take. Is that Xavier Tillman? Oh, my goodness. I don't All know. Right, what is happening now? I don't know if I could survive. Oh, uh, what is happening? By the way, it's now 110-109, <laughs> and the total was 220 and a half. Yeah, so that's you're, a loser. You're, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, I don't know if Steph Curry. Wiggins. No. Okay. Why is Wiggins taking a shot there? By the way, if Xavier, hits the, if Xavier Tillman hits the game-winning shot in this game, I mean, seriously, but, how, is that, how is that possible? Um, uh, John Ewing from BetMGM put this out earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. 87% of the tickets as of this morning, I don't think much changed, as you can tell from the uh, level of excitement back there, has changed as the day went on. Since 2005, NBA playoff teams that have received 80% or more tickets... 0-4 ATS. So it is a 112-109 game. If we get double overtime, man, I can't. I can't deal with it. Uh, you're Jeff. You're gonna have to do this game by yourself, Brad. I, 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 we'll, we'll push back, Brad. Yeah, Brad Powers is coming up top of the hour. <laughs> I, I was expecting this. This game was supposed to be over. This game was supposed to be. We were gonna be over. talking some Jazz Grizzlies, some other series prices. But look, it's it's been exciting. Um, and. You know, for the Warriors, they're trying the ball, Wiggins. They're trying to figure out ways to get Steph Curry looks, but he he can't get open. They're just they're doing what Loyola Maryland did against him when he was at Davidson. They're just putting a guy blanketing him. Um, they just turned the ball over. So so here's the situation: it's a three point game. Do you play it out or do you start fouling? One twelve, one oh nine, and they are. I would uh, I would fa- I would foul Xavier Tillman as soon as he got the ball, but. Play you're not, now. You got to play it out. Here's the problem, though. Now, Tim, you're uh, you're in a scenario where Memphis is not in a bonus a long, as well, and a, and a long rebound is game over. Game over. So if I'm John Moran, I just fire a long three and you know see what happens. And got it. Game over. Memphis is going to win. John Morant, give him credit. Look at the uh, oh the the surrender cobras all around. As the Grizzlies have now taken a five-point lead, and now you're sweating. Oh, this is going to be a cataclysmic beat if this happens. I think now. you're all right because I think I, I think there I don't shouldn't think, be any fouls. I, I I wish there was like two and a half seconds instead of four and a half because we could get long, we could get a, ch- a a long chuck and a foul with point three. But Memphis isn't in the bonus here, so that does work to my advantage, though, Tim. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. By the way, I. I Huge plays by John Morant down the stretch. He was the one who set up the Tillman three in the corner. That actually will be the winning basket at this point. And Morant with the big big play taking uh, Toscano Anderson off the dribble, getting a little floater from eight feet. Job well done by John. 
Look, all, all the credit for Memphis here in the end. Uh, they, they nearly they nearly choked it away. Whew. Nearly choked it away. But in the end, they, uh, uh, barring a historically horrible collapse in the last four and a half seconds, up five with, with uh, Golden State having no timeouts, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to get the eighth seed, and the Utah Jazz are going to benefit in a big way. Yeah, John Morant tonight, 46 minutes. 35 points, 6 of 6, 6 assists, 6 rebounds, and a couple of really, I mean, he just hit the dagger. A floater in the lane, John Morant. Um, and honestly, you know, for him, big time moment. On the road, make these types of plays. Valanchunas fouls out in regulation. Um, it's going to be a, a Steph Curryless. Uh, well, that was pool. Steph Curryless postseason, we think, as well. <laughs> guess they hit that three quickly enough. Where's the oh timeout, Memphis? Well, so Jordan Poole hits a corner three to get it to two, two point two to go. Memphis up two. Golden State's out of timeouts. That's a big thing. That's one. The second biggest thing is Memphis is not in the bonus here. So Golden State has to foul twice in two point two seconds with no timeouts. This is still a humongous mountain here for Golden State. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it's, it's still, uh, it would be a miracle, but you turn it over, Steph Curry hits a shot, you know, with his eyes closed. He's done that before. I don't care. <laughs> I, I do not care. Hit a three. I, I could care less. <laughs> By the not way. a two. Well, what do we got? <laughs> oh, we got, we got a ridiculous one here. Uh, Jordan Poole's three point total tonight. <laughs> Tim, Jordan Poole, uh, was, uh, his total was two and a half. That three? Three. That, that was the third. It was number three. Mm. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Even though, actually, they are reviewing it to see if it was a three, but unless my eyes are worse than I think, that's pretty clearly a three. For so four. where we stand on the bad beat watch? Uh, well, the total's the number total's one. A, the total's by far number a, one. This is a dead under game, and it is now over. Uh, 226 clears all numbers. Open 224 yeah, and a half. Everything. Goes down to 220 and a half here at Circa. 221 at Westgate. Um Memphis, you know, the hero in overtime, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen hit a couple big threes for the Memphis Grizzlies to keep them afloat. And then you mentioned Xavier Tillman hits a corner three. Yes, Ja Morant hit the big floater that you're going to see on the highlights. But Grayson Allen, man. Yes, those two threes were, that looked like it was about to get away from him. And those two threes flipped the game on its head 100%. So we're going to wait it out here, and they're going to get a foul. They only did it in a half a second. Not terrible there. Um, but, yeah, that's something to keep in mind is the Grayson Allen three-pointers. Just looking back, it was Steph Curry gave Golden State the lead uh, a minute into overtime. And then Grayson Allen hit back-to-back three-pointers to put Memphis ahead by four. So, and, and by the way... And then they did take the lead back. Uh, Memphis or Golden State did, and Xavier Tillman hits a corner three. So yeah. clutch shots. Even though this team completely fell apart, Jeff, and gets outscored eleven to two to close out the game to even force overtime, the Memphis Grizzlies in overtime hit clutch shots, and they weren't all from John Morant. It was two from Grayson Allen. Tillman was the biggest and one. And Xavier Tillman yeah. hit a corner three with 87 seconds to go. 1.7 to play. Memphis has the ball up two. 
to inbound. We will get you the conclusion of that game when we come back. It is the nightcast, like a Ryan Seacrest tease uh, <laughs> right there, here on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.